Welcome back, WNSG, Towson, Baltimore, and WNSG.net. We're on Super Bowl Radio Row. It's Super Bowl 50. We're in San Francisco, one of my favorite towns, and uh, joined by uh, one of our defending champions here in uh, Jackie Slater, which, you know, all the L.A. guys are running around. I mean, Youngblood was over here a little while ago, and I know... Uh, defending champion? Yeah, you've been bad. You've been on the show before. You've been oh, on the okay. show before. Oh, is that what that means? Defending yeah. Champion. Oh, okay. Me, it's just, just still the king. Okay. It's good to be king. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm just walking around and starstruck like everybody else on Radio Row. You know, what is it, about 115 radio stations all broadcasting at the same time? I mean, just... There's a lot of noise going on here. The air in here is A lot of hot air. Hot air. A lot of hot air. I see a lot of gum bumping going on as well. A lot of, quite a bit of gum bumping. I would think you've been a popular guest the last couple of weeks, right? I mean, your phone's been ringing a little bit, right? Well, a little bit because the Rams are coming back to Los Angeles. People want to talk about that and everything. And, and then the Super Bowl being, you know, the Super Bowl... Uh, coming up here, it's been 36 years ago since we played Super Bowl 14. Here we got a Super Bowl here in California. So those are the, those are the couple of reasons why uh, people have talked with me of late. Well, I would think over the last 20 years you've been asked a lot. You ever think that football come back to L.A.? Never, never, and not in my wildest imagination did I ever think I would see that in my life. I just I just didn't think it was going to happen. Football or the Rams? The just Rams, football in general. The Rams. The Rams. Rams. I didn't see it. Yeah, I talked to Jack about this, and, and I'd ask you, you know. The, I knew, the, I felt football would come back, but I didn't think the Rams were going to be coming back. Well, the legacy of the Rams and taking all of that, and look, I'm from Baltimore, right? So, I mean, you know, I see people in Indianapolis running around with Johnny Unitas uniform. I'm like, what, what is that all about? I thought the same thing in St. Louis when I would go in there and see the names up on the wall yeah. of the guys that were L.A. Rams, not St. Louis Rams. Right. It, it is a little bit uh, it's a little bit different. I, I wonder how they're going to do that uh, out in Los Angeles, if they're going to bring uh, Jackie Smith and and if Dave, uh, Dan Deardorff and, you know, if they're going to put their what happens to the St. Louis guys, right? Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. And you know, I really feel. I tell you, I gotta. I gotta say this because the other group that I'm happy for the fans in Los Angeles, but I know exactly how the fans um, in St. Louis feel, and I'm sad for them because they, you know, they just, you know, they supported as well as they could. They did what they could. The diehards there love the Rams, probably always will, and then to lose their team. Um, but, you know, it's for the same reasons why they gained their team. I, I had a little bit of a – I was uncomfortable with the fact that the Rams were taking the team to St. Louis until I got there, and I was on PUP because I had an injury. And that first six weeks, a part of my job description was to go around and meet the suite holders and all that. And when I walked into those suites, I, I, I just could not believe the opulence. I thought I was in Rome someplace. I mean, you had the chefs with the hats, the big white sure. mushroom hats and – all of the carvers and the dessert trays and the beverages and the fountains flowing. and I mean, it was just beautiful. And I thought to myself at that time, how can I or anyone else blame Georgia for taking her football team and making it a better situation for her? And, and, and it was a better situation. It was, those things weren't happening in Los Angeles. Okay, Now Stan Kroenke has seen the opportunity because of his business acumen seeing the opportunity to do the same thing by bringing them back and and the people in st louis hopefully they can look at that and see hey this this guy's got big visions and big opportunities and he's going to make them happen in a bigger market did you follow you know all of this from the minute Kroenke said 
I'm buying land in Inglewood. I mean, I'm assuming you know him a little bit or have met him a little bit and well, know no, that situation as an alum there. I, I don't know Stan Kroenke. I don't know him. I, I have met him a couple of times, even had small talk with him a couple of times, but I don't know him uh, well enough to say anything about him one way or the other, what he decides. You know, I have no idea what he thinks. Uh, I don't claim to know him that well. So, uh, I mean, just as a, as a guy observing, you know, you would think that if the guy who owns the team is having problems with, with the city where his team is and he goes and he buys land in a city that doesn't have a team, you can begin to think and speculate, but no more than the next guy. Jackie. Go, go, I'm sorry. Go, Jackie. go Luke. Jackie, you shared uh, some of your memories from that first year in St. Louis. I just wanted to get your perspective. How difficult is relocation of a franchise for players? I mean, you know, we, well, we've, we've talked very... to former Ravens coming from Cleveland. In your case, I mean, we know players in this day and age change teams all the time. Right. But you had played 19 years in Los Angeles, and suddenly right. you're not a free agent, but you're you're moving. Right. How, well, how difficult I, I think is that? probably I was probably on the on the – I, I probably was the guy that took it the hardest yeah. because I had played so long in Los Angeles and I had been endeared uh, by and revered by the fans in Los Angeles, the fans that a lot of people say didn't exist. Right. Well, I didn't feel that way because these people made me feel like I, the Rams had a chance just because I was showing right. up. And here I was just an offensive lineman. So I, 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 it was very difficult for me. The people in St. Louis treated me very well. You know, they... You know, they got on the bandwagon for let's let's see Jackie get his 20th season, and, and that was encouraging, you know. Uh, but for me, at that particular time and stage of my career, it wasn't very comfortable. But for the younger guys who still aspired to play, it was no different for them than it was when they came out of college. They didn't know where they were going to get to right. go. They didn't have the options. They just wanted to play football. They just wanted to have a career. So now their career was moving them from Los Angeles to St. Louis. So it really didn't matter. They they just went on there and kept striving and kept working and, and had the kind of careers, probably didn't even give it a second thought. Well, there was some perception back then that maybe the Rams fans in L.A. didn't care, right? That there were no broken hearts in L.A. Yeah. But that, there were. That, that, there were a lot of broken hearts there oh, at that time. Oh, there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. And all you need to do was to have been at the press conference that they had at the forum a couple of weeks ago that I, was, that I attended and see those people there in mass with their old young blood and Slater and Farragamo and Dickerson's jerseys on and yelling and everything and bringing the dog, having to quiet them down. I mean, the people are, are very excited and, they, and they're and they a very, very loyal group of fans, actually. I think I think some of the best fans, I, you know, and I'm biased, obviously, because I play, played in front of them for 19 years, but they always treated the team good. I never, I mean, obviously management was looking at it from a gate receipt and the attendance and things like that. Uh, when this speculation came up that they weren't getting fan support. But as a player, I never felt that. Did you play in the Coliseum or did you play? Yes, four years in the Coliseum. They, they moved in, in 80 Anaheim. maybe? Yeah, 15 in Anaheim. Okay, so yeah. what was the last year in the Coliseum? 78, 79, uh, like Yeah, mm -hmm. 79. So so for you, when they, they're going to play there this year, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I, it's not officially or is it official? Yeah, I think Rose Bowl, I know it's time for yeah. but the Memorial, So when you walk out there and they're going to kick this ball off and eight months that's going to be like an out-of-body experience i would think for you right i mean for you and jack and the guys that actually did play there right well i i, I don't know about out-of-body experience but uh it's going to be uh it's going to be 
I probably have some feelings of deja vu, you know, remembering what that was like to come out of that tunnel and walk down that ramp and and to worry about slipping on that pavement as you come out there with those uh, cleats. Now the shoes are rubber bottom, more rubber bottom. <laughs> but uh, it, was, uh, it was the grandest scale. I remember about a little over a year ago, we eulogized the great Deacon Jones there at the L.A. Coliseum, and uh, I was asked to uh, be a part of that. And, and I remember turning around in front of all the people there and looking at the grandeur of that place and saying how fitting, fitting it was that the grandest personality that I have known in this game, Deacon Jones, would have played his football right there at the Coliseum. It, it is a grand and a majestic place to play the game. And, and I just hope those kids, when they get there, they get a feel for, for what that, that was like for us. Now you missed Deacon, though, right? He was a Charger maybe when yeah, he came yeah. in, Yeah, right? 74 was the year he retired, and I came into the Rams in 76. So he did some broadcasts with the Rams. The Rams at that time uh, had, a, had a management that reached out to his former players. They did a fantastic job. And one of the things that Deacon did was uh, he did the color on the, bro- on the broadcast. So he would actually travel with us on, our, on some of our trips and every, on, on our trips, on road games. And I would sit and talk with him, you know, about the game and the performances and everything. And he would obviously tell me, you know, give me pointers here and there about my game. And then the last year of his life, uh, I was honored to be able to come over and sit and visit with him at his home uh, as he was uh, battling his uh, battling the problems that he had and uh, I got to know him a little bit more even then and, and he never changed he was he was just uh, irrepressible. He was an unbelievable personality. You're here to talk about being an older player and having some uh, some <laughs> joint issues. Tell me tell me about what you're promoting here. Well uh, you know people that I know, and people that you know of all ages are dealing with a lot of pain. And they're dealing with that pain because they're afraid to let the very best in the world at what they're doing, Zimmer, come alongside them. Come alongside them and, and help them with this issue. I mean, years ago, if you had a, a knee or a shoulder or a hip uh, replaced, I mean, it was like the worst thing that could have happened uh, months and months and months and months and maybe even years of rehab and then then not be totally well but now i know dozens of people that have had hip replacement joint and, and and thousands of once people once they get to the other side of it they're like this is the best thing i ever the did best thing ever that's all you ever they hear they all say that the best i was talking to tim crumry you remember him sure had that devastating uh, foot in, leg injury played with Super cincinnati Bowl, sure. he had both of his knees replaced recently he said jackie he said no more pain and and that's what uh, zimmer is is is, is all about, and that's why I've aligned myself with them because, you know, you don't have to be in pain. I know what pain is. I, I, I know what it's like to, to, to deal with pain. I have a unique ability to, 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 to I have a high pain tolerance, okay? Every but, football player does and did, right? Yeah, I have, they tell me that I have an exceptionally high pain tolerance, but I, I, I see other people hurting, and I, don't, and I don't feel good for them just watching them in pain. So, when you can come alongside somebody and, and encourage them to get these arthritic, this osteoarthritis is, is, is a really big problem. And, and you know, it's, it's, you got to replace joints to, to get, a, get away from the problem. And when you can get a hip replaced, knee replaced, and all of a sudden pain is no more, the quality of your life, you know, it increases. And um, that's what I'm 
that's what I'm all about, and that's what I'd like to see for people that I know that are hurting. Well, I tell you what, man. I hope you have a great time with this Rams thing coming back. Yeah, I'm. You look be, excited. It, it's going to be an interesting time. I, um, I, as I said, I don't know anybody in the organization. Uh, you know, really, I a couple of people. I have a feeling they'll be calling you. Well, I, I, <laughs> I will tell, I will share with you though that I'm the offensive line coach at Azusa Pacific University, where Christian Okoye went. Okay. He put the place on the map, and yesterday was signing day, and we signed nine offensive linemen, including the number eight rated offensive tackle in the nation. And so you got to take the nightmare out on those recruiting uh, calls out there. Well, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to. Uh, he's a good man, isn't he? Who's he comes, that? Uh, Christian McCoy. Oh, he's he a fantastic by. guy. Great guy. Yeah, he's he does a great job with the California Sports Hall of Fame out there in California now. So, hey man, great having you by. Glad I could be here, guys. All right, man. Good I, luck to you. Appreciate. The, the, stay out of pain. There I'll, he is. I'll try to stay out of pain. <laughs> Thank you. Jackie Slater, long time, 20 years in the NFL, L.A., St. Louis Rams, seven-time Pro Bowler. So there, there we have it. And it looks like he's getting around pretty good. Looks like he can still play, for crying out loud. He's still large and in charge, looking strong. We are out here at Super Bowl 50 on Radio Row, Fan Gallery. Uh, we are uh, sponsored by buyatoyota.com. And, of course, anything you miss, you can find in the Buy a Toyota Audio Vault at WNSG.net. We are WNSG Towson, Baltimore, and we never stop talking. Baltimore Sports.